0: You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hitched Podcast. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with the always fascinating, entertaining, uh, super guest, Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina.
0: Steve, you're building me up too much now. Thank you.
1: One of, these days, one of these days I'm going to do one of those big, fat radio uh, introductions where they have all the sound effects and sound bites and stuff. It's going to be awesome. Maybe some theme music behind it. Yeah.
0: I'm just trying to think what my theme music would be. Mm. Anyways, let's, let's get on with it. Let's, let's talk
1: herpes, shall we? Yeah,
0: let's talk herpes, Steve.
1: Okay, so um, this is, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are, well, I know a lot of people are dealing with it. Um, I've had uh, people come up to me and talk to me about it. And, uh, the, so really, um, there's an instance that I know of where the, the guy has herpes, um, and the couple, uh, thinking about a baby, um, and they're really concerned about, you know, how do they conceive and what the dangers are and her contracting it and all that kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll dig into that. Um, and, uh, we'll, will dispel a lot of things and uh educate people here. So, Trina, uh what yes. is herpes and how can it affect someone? Infect someone?
0: <laughs> well, genital herpes is an infection caused by the herpes simplex virus known as H-S-V, so that's just the, the, the mon- so H-S-V mm-hmm. so there's two types of H-S-V the first, H-S-V-1 is like a, a, a common cold sore, so they're lesions around our mouth And uh, you know, about 50 to 80 percent of the population have this HSV uh, one because it's just um, it's obviously very common. HSV two are lesions that can be found around our genital area. So when a person has um, herpes and they have an outbreak. Um, it can either come in the form of a, around a cold sore around their lips or around their genitals. Now, the, the, how it gets transmitted is skin-to-skin contact. So let's say you have a cold sore and you give somebody a kiss, that just the contact with the lesion on somebody else's skin, that, it, it will, it will, um, it, that person will get the, the herpes virus. And HSV2, it's, it's thought, it's, a lot of people have it. It's thought 45 million Americans, one in five have HSV2. So what happens is if you're having, if you have a, a lesion on your penis or inside your vaginal canal and you have unprotected sex. Just the skin-to-skin contact will will get you infected. So, And the thing about herpes is it never goes away. It's not like you can go to the doctor and get a shot and it, it goes away. Now, the thing about herpes is, you know, some people have several outbreaks a year. Some people have, um, a, you know, an outbreak twice in their lifetime. So there's no rhyme or reason. It, it, it's very hard for doctors to... Uh, study because every person, when they, when they manifest the herpes, the symptoms of the herpes and, and how often it occurs is different for everybody.
1: Okay. So if you have one, so let's say if you have the cold sore, it could also appear on the genitals or can it, it can infect the genital area?
0: Yeah. So the good question, Steve. So if if you are if you have a cold sore and you do oral sex on your partner, you can transmit that uh H- H-S- HSV one to your partner and, and their genital area, which will you know. So it, it can be infectious. So whenever so whenever you have an outbreak of a cold sore or uh, lesions around, you just you just have to refrain completely from from skin to skin contact.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, when is it okay or not okay for a couple to have sex?
0: So this couple who wants to get pregnant, uh, yeah. and he has herpes. Now, hopefully, he has had at least one outbreak. Obviously, he's had at least one outbreak because he understands he has herpes. He's probably gone to his doctor. And as I said, every the way herpes manifests for people is different. So for some people, when the herpes starts presenting itself, some people are itchy, some people have a, a discharge, um, some people have pain in their abdomen. There's different, if you know, so everybody manifests um, the, the symptoms pre-herpes outbreak. So I would say that with this couple, when they're looking at having, uh, getting pregnant, as long as he uh, is herpes free so his herpes is in remission and he doesn't feel like any symptoms are are presenting themselves then they can go ahead and for the seven days around her ovulation cycle have sex every day Um, so, so however if he feels like if he doesn't know how his body's going to react when um, he's gonna before he gets herpes, if he doesn't understand wh- how his body manifests that, then I would say you know it, you know it's best to refrain and or be very very cautious. So if he if he understands what what it looks like and he understands then, then they should be okay. And, and I think most people, they do understand when their body is starting to, to, to present this, the the infection. So, um, but if they, but if he has, but if, obviously if he has any kind of infection, you know, no, no unprotected sex.
1: Okay. So, 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 uh, I mean, so really if, if you're not showing signs, um, you're saying it's okay, but. I mean, it could still be a little bit of Russian roulette, right?
0: Well, yes, like it is. It is, Steve, because sometimes with herpes, um, you can you can be pre- not presenting any signs, and and the herpes is starting to to come out, and and so you know, it, it is a bit of Russian roulette. However, you know, if if, if getting pregnant is, is a priority for this couple and they want to have a baby, then, you know, that, that's the chance they have to take. And, you know, I'm, I would, and I'm glad you brought this up, this, this is something that, you know, they can go and talk to their doctor about. There's not really much that the doctor can tell them what I, other than what I've said already. So they just have to decide, you know, how, you know, is this a priority in their life and are they willing to take the risk? Chances, you know, the chances are really, really low. That you know he will transmit the disease to her. However, there is still that chance, and mm-hmm. so they have to be willing to take that chance if they want
1: to get pregnant. Okay. And so, uh, in the in the unfortunate situation where uh, the wife does get uh, the herpes, the herpes infection uh, while she is pregnant, uh, what's what's the dangers or risks, or what's the next step in that situation?
0: Well, if she were to have it if she already has genital herpes before she gets pregnant and a lot of times people have herpes and it just doesn't present themselves so that like it's it's sitting in their body like it's in a nerve it's in the, in the nerve base in our spine so and then it just comes out for no rhyme or reason it just comes out mm-hmm. um so a lot of times what before a woman gets pregnant she already has the herpes but she just doesn't understand it so um if she presents if, if she breaks out in herpes in the first or second trimester of her pregnancy, the baby should be fine. Obviously if, if this is you know, this is a situation, immediately go to your doctor. The thing about breaking out in, in in the herpes, a lot of women don't understand because there's just so much going on anyways <laughs> with yeah. their pregnancy. There's just all this stuff going on with her body. A lot of times women don't recognize that they're breaking out in herpes and that when it could be a problem. So obviously this woman is with a, uh, her partner, has herpes. If something seems out of the ordinary during her pregnancy, first and second trimester, immediately go make an appointment with her gynecologist and, and, and talk with them, make, just make sure that this isn't happening. So if it's in the first or second trimester, chances are the baby will be okay. The mom is producing antibodies in for the baby, and the baby should be okay. However, if the mother has uh, an outbreak in her third trimester—that's when things can get really messy. It's a very rare thing, but the the neonatal herpes that gets passed on to babies—it can um, it, it can be devastating. The baby can be born prematurely, and you know there's a lot of complications that can happen to that baby. I just want to say though, this is very rare. I think point zero zero four percent to one percent of kids um, are. Are in this situation. So it's not a lot, but it's still something to be quite cognizant of. So it's, it, you know, the first, second trimester, she has her first um, herpes episode it should be okay it's if she has it in her third trimester that's when things get complicated okay but it shouldn't happen like i don't want people to get all paranoid <laughs> you know you have to, honestly you know I, you know obviously people have to be really really cautious about you know when you're when you're dealing with this sort of thing so and and if and if, if this is a big concern for the couple and it sounds to me like they're already you, practicing safe sex you know uh, in the third trimester just refrain from any kind of oral or uh, intercourse oral sex or any kind of intercourse and you know chances are they'll be
1: fine okay um and you know you kind of just touched on it about the premature births, but what other you know in this in the unlikely scenario and the highly improbable percentage uh how would a, uh the child the unborn child be affected
0: um well it can cause um, some it, it, well, it just causes a lot of complications for different babies. It, it's it's different things, but it's it's not good, Stephen. I don't want to I don't want to dwell on it. I think what I want what I want to emphasize is that it, um, chances are, if if the woman has herpes and she um, has, is pregnant, and let's say that she has a, a in, in her third trimester, if she already has herpes already and she's already had outbreaks she it will be okay. It's just when she has her first outbreak during the pregnancy. That's when things are complicated. So even if she so if she has already had herpes and she's in her third trimester and she gets an outbreak um and she can't deliver vaginally, she won't be able to deliver vaginally. Um so the doctor will do a cesarean on her. So there you know, just to, just to make sure the baby's okay. Sure. So I think what I wanna emphasize is that women who are in this situa- situation, chances are the baby's going to be safe, and the mom is going to be safe, and, you know, it's it's not the ideal situation, but it's, it's you know, it, uh, it's going to be okay. So, uh, you know, most babies that are born in this situation are healthy babies, and it's only the rare, rare, rare instance where it, it gets Complicated. So I think you know, if if this couple is practicing safe sex and if they're doing all the things that they need to do to protect each other, then it should be fine. And they should be able to, you know, you know, have sex uh, unprotected, make a baby, and maybe two or three babies. So it, it should be okay.
1: And and I and I'm glad you say that too, be uh, for the listeners, um, the having the safe sex because I feel like some couples um are just like well i'm going to be with this person forever anyway so what the hell but but really it's not it's herpes is not something that just goes away so you need to no, be no
0: and the thing is yeah you just uh, and and part of the problem is is if you infect your partner it just it just keeps going back and forth so you're doubling your chances of of continuously being uh, infected. So I mean, you, you just you know, if you practice safe sex when there's an outburst, and by the and something I forgot to mention, Steve is uh, if the lesions are outside of the the penis shaft or outside the vaginal canal. So let's say there's some lesions on the inner thigh or just outside that area, um, and you know, uh, the skin skin contact, there will that person will receive the, the herpes. Virus, so it, you know a condom just won't do it. So you know if you if you see lesions that are outside of an area that's protected by a condom, you know you have to refrain from sex. So like you know and and if, and the thing is if you if you're cautious and, and you you know use good common sense, you know, chances are you don't you don't have to you, um, you don't have to be constantly having that that you know condom type of sex but you just have to be really really aware of what is going on and if you do then you can have a normal sex life you know it doesn't have to be um you know crazy aware all the time
1: yeah yeah and her you know herpes the gift that keeps on giving
0: yeah yeah and and like i like we said at the beginning you know one in five people have it so it's extremely common very very common i think that's important to know because everybody feels so ashamed about having herpes when you know probably your next door neighbor has it so yeah it's, it's not it's pretty common
1: i'll be honest right here Trina. my I, so i wrestled in college and i got it from my wrestling coach on just uh on the on the mouth area wow just from the wrestling we weren't making out or anything
0: <laughs> yeah well but- that, like that's the thing it's just that's you know, I've I, I was, I've been married for eight years, and my husband just gave me this cold sore. Now, I am not happy with him. I'm, I, he was kissing me. I'm like, don't you have a cold sore? And it's just, like you said, he kind of got sloppy. It was like, oh, yeah, I do have a cold sore. And then he gave it to me after eight years of marriage. And, you know, so it's just that easy. Yeah. And it wasn't even, a, like, a big kiss. It was just like a kiss goodbye. <laughs> I like, okay, I'm leaving. And I'm like, well, are you kidding me? <laughs> now I now I
1: have it for the rest of my life. Yep, yep. That was yeah. I, every time I see my coach, I always go back to him and I'm like, thanks. You know, this yep. this is gonna last with me forever. And he, I mean, it was funny too because at the time, he he and and everybody knew he had it, and he had told people. And um, but he was he was he's a really big guy, and so he was uh, one of my training partners too. And he had just finished one of his outbreaks, and um I was like, "Are you sure?" and he's like yes i'm I'm totally fine." And I was like, "All right." and so we wrestled and about a week later, three guys on the team all got it at the same time, and I was like, "Damn it, coach, you're killing me here."
0: yeah, so, wow,
1: yeah, wow
0: and it, yeah and it and just it was so it's just an innocent you know it's yes. just such an innocent thing
1: yeah i was just yeah just trying to practice but i uh, i feel fortunate that uh you know it could be worse i could have worse things so uh it's an inconvenience right now unfortunately yeah so uh trina i'm like you said 1 in 5 uh so i feel like uh this was a topic that i can't believe we haven't touched on before but i'm i'm glad we got it out there finally Um, So thank you so much for this information and advice. My
0: pleasure.
1: Nothing sounds like good times like uh, talking about some herpes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, For everybody listening, you are listening to Dr. Trina Reed, who has a doctorate in human sexuality. And she just launched a new website, HaveSexAfterKids.com and it is chock full of information she has tons of new videos up um so those are really great uh so check that out trina is also the author of till sex do us part and uh on your website trina you are running some sort of pink lubricant giveaway right now is that correct
0: Yeah, so if people sign up now, they can win a five-pack of pink lubricant, which is my preferred lubricant. I love it, I love it, love it. So, you know, a five-pack might be, some, be a lifetime supply, but it's just (laughs) all the different types of uh, lubricant at your fingertips. You can sign up and and maybe win it.
1: Okay, great. And uh, last, before we go here, uh, Trina's on Twitter, at Dr. Trina Reed. I am also on Twitter, at Hitched Media. And uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to the new directory that we launched. Um, You can find links to it everywhere. Uh, Basically, it is a directory designed for the needs of married couples. So we have marriage therapists, sex therapists, jewelers, florists, restaurants, basically anything to to kind of spark that married life or to help it or, you know, basically our little motto, entertain, educate, and inspire married couples. So we've got it all there. Punch in your city, state, zip, country, and you will get a listing uh, in your area. And uh, in addition to that, we also have our featured providers um, who have subscribed through Hitched, and they have their own custom pages. Uh, and Trina does as well, and it lists uh, all the things, all, her background information, her books, her websites, her social media. It even includes a, a video there. So check it out. It's the Hitch Directory, and uh, we think it's a tremendous resource that will help you uh, in the future, if for nothing major, just some fun stuff. So check it out, and uh, until next time, thanks so much again, Trina.
0: Thank you,
1: Kate. Okay, take care, everybody.
0: I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Agent, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table.
1: Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.